Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Robbie Falk from 24-7 Sports, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Friday morning. Thanks for starting the weekend with us here at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all you guys out there, our listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru over at Strange Brew Coffee House here in Starkville or at Brupolo over in Tupelo. Probably be a little weird if Brupolo was in Puckett. Home of Turtle Homes. That's right. That's right. That would be weird. Say now used to play Puckett back in the day. I never played Puckett. Yeah, I don't remember ever seeing them much with the teams that I've covered. Yeah, They're 1A. 1A. Like 1A. Yeah, 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 I don't see them that much. When I, Maybe Nanoia or something would play them. I think they were ranked the number one team in the state one year when one of my cousin's St. Al teams beat them in a, uh, a big game. But I, always, I never, some I good, always some good talent up there, like around yeah. Mendenhall, McGee, Puckett, Morton. Forest, like that Puckett, there's always some good talent around that area. I think Puckett and down into the Pine Belt. Pilahatchee. Yeah, I'm correct. Yeah, Pilahatchee. Pilahatchee. We never played. Uh, played Puckett. The Wolves. Shout out to the Wolves. All right, wherever you are in our state, Puckett, Pilahatchee, McGee, Mendenhall, all those high school rivals. You can get Strange Brew Coffee every morning if you want to. All you got to do is go to strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. Go to the uh, website there. Order what for whatever kind of coffee machine you've got on your counter. You'll be starting your day off the right way every morning with Strange Brew Coffee. Father's Day is next weekend. Next weekend, guys. If you haven't made the, if you haven't made the, 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 if you haven't dropped the signs, you haven't started dropping the hints yet. It's time to stop with the hints and just, just tell them, hey, this is what I want, and what you want is brand new maroon and white merchandise from College Corner. Two locations to serve you in the Jackson area. They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet. They're in Flowa by the Half Shell. Or you can shop online at CollegeCornerStore.com. I already got my Father's Day gift on accident. Oh no! What? You know, you know, like I don't know if your wife is like this, but like every day, like Amazon boxes oh, yeah. come in. Oh yeah. So my so where we're living right now, there's like a gate outside, so they don't deliver to where we're living. They usually deliver to my aunt's house. Well, the for whatever reason, they had the boxes at the gate. Anyway, I picked them up, and I had to. There was something in there for Natty. I had to get out. She's starting tumbling classes. And so I had to get something out of there and I opened it up and like, it was like a shoe box. And so I opened up the shoes. I see a size 13. I'm like, well, nobody in my family wears size 13. So I'm guessing these are mine. And, you know, Becky, like we tried to hurry up and tell me not to look, but it was too late. So I guess when I wake up on father's day, I'm, I might get like some eggs and bacon and that's it. There you go. If I'm lucky, I'll get that. Yeah, exactly. Well, but I'm used to it. It's okay. It's okay. Humble taco. Startville's uh, newest and best Mexican restaurant, Mexican fare with Mississippi roots. This weekend, weather's going to be fantastic. Grab a seat out on the patio uh, at Humble Taco. Enjoy a handcrafted margarita or one of their 
uh, one of the tremendous beers they have on their uh, craft beer list. Eat some chips and queso, some chips and salsa. I would go chips and queso. That's just a Brian Haydad thing. You do what you, you do what's best for you. And then get some tacos. Tacos you can't get anywhere else. Tacos like you've never had before. They're only at Humble Taco. That's why we keep telling you to head over there, man. Something different, something delicious at Humble Taco. Their queso is very good, too. Do I know? Their queso is very good, too. It is very good. Very good. Firehouse Subs. Head over there for lunch today. Just download the free Firehouse Subs. These ads are taking forever today. I'll just try to get through it real quick. Firehouse Subs. Download the app. Place your order. It's ready within minutes. You pile up the reward points. You're eating free sandwiches sooner rather than rather than later. I'm sorry, but but Robbie has got his fun. Robbie is like styling his hair. I I, I, I saw that. <laughs> he's, like, he's like he's like the little kid who got caught in the candy candy store. It's like you're looking, red as okay? a beet. Well, I don't want my hair to look bad. <laughs> look how red he is. I wish I wish y'all could see this. I may put the video out. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Firehouse subs, Starkville, Oxford, Columbus, Tupelo, Flowood. <laughs> All right, what a start to the Friday. Yeah, to the start of this week. The hair when when your hair gets this long, Brian, your hair is you have fantastic. To, you have to constantly mess with it. It, it plays. It plays. I've started started using a new shampoo, and mm-hmm. it's, it's changed my life. Not fob? Are you using fob? No, I'm not. I'm using head and shoulders with conditioner. Uh-huh. Very good. Very good. What are you doing? Huh? What are you doing? I, I'm just, I'm, no, I'm, I'm not doing anything. What are you typing? I was just, I'm just typing stuff. It's okay. Okay. I'm having good luck with Swiss Basics moisturizing formula. Oh, is that what you're using? Your hair is kind of short. It's it's from The Sopranos. Oh, I don't know. He's like, I'm having good luck with. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, I gotta try that. I need to be like, I need to be like Paulie and just have the comb and just. You should, as you get older, you with the wings would be a good look. Oh yes. You get the Paulie wings going. Just the just the tips there on the yeah, side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, you could pull that look off. Yeah, we'll see what happens. All right. Big recruiting weekend uh, for Mississippi State. It's Top Dog Weekend, which snuck up on me. Nor- and and uh, well, let's talk about that for a second. Top Dog used to be something that man, you didn't, everybody knew when that was, and, and State did a really good job of promoting it. You told me prior to the start of this show, this is Top Dog Camp. And I didn't know that that was the case. I knew there was a big group of of, of big time recruits headed to campus, but kind of surprised well, it, it snuck up on us like this. Yeah, I mean they haven't really. Um... They haven't been like you know publicizing it to the public, but mm-hmm. all these recruits are getting edits and stuff. I think there's several that have gotten like the Top Gun edit. Oh yeah, like it's, it's got the top. It says like Top Dog, I think maybe on it or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, and they're standing out in front of like jets and things. Pretty cool edit, but it's still going to be a big weekend for Mississippi State. This is going to be their biggest weekend. But it is kind of odd how this has changed for each coach. It's there's still that, you know, big dog, top dog, whatever. There's still that big summer camp. And it was a little different for everybody. Now Dan Mullen made it the event of the summer. Right. And tried to get, you know, as as elite of a group as he could get in there. And 
there's there's always going to be guys that slip in there that aren't going to be recruited by Mississippi State because you have to make it public. It's got to be if you want to come to this camp, you're allowed. Not you personally, but right. you know, an, an actual athlete. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you're not an athlete either, Brian. But anyway, if you want to come to a camp, you've got to come to a camp. Like Are you, you, you got to allow the makings of a varsity athlete. <laughs> I, I've never seen a man your size do the heel click like you did whenever you got some that was, I got a little. But agility. that was a that was a religious experience. Uh, I mean, I can't really <laughs> say that that was all your athleticism. That oh, that was God. coming from a higher power. I think. I hear you. Anyway, so back to the point. You have to allow people to sign up for this, even if they're not elite prospects. But I, there's going to be an opportunity to gather all of their main recruits together. I think and. Um, and just go through their usual recruiting operations. Then they'll have the camp for everybody. And I'm looking forward to it. I haven't I haven't got a chance to do these camps as much the last few years because COVID knocked out 2020, of course. And then the last three years that they've had it, I've been in Omaha. So I'm looking forward to getting over there with Paul Jones, who just like eats, sleeps, and breathes this. So let's look at some of the names that, that are headed to uh, to Starkville this weekend. This is a pretty impressive group, and it kind of starts with Chris Parson. We talked about him a couple of weeks ago, that Mississippi State has, seems to have switched its focus at the quarterback position uh, to Chris Parson as Brock Glenn has sort of gone his separate ways uh, from, from Mississippi State as far as recruiting attention. He's probably the, the guy that most people are going to be keeping an eye on. Uh, he was quoted – uh, uh, earlier this week for the Florida State website and basically said that, you know, options are still open. And, and it, it feels like everything you're reading, that th- this is a split is coming from Chris Parsons and his Florida State commitment. And I would probably go so far as to say that a good weekend this weekend might just go ahead and put him in the boat for Mississippi State. This is the point in the recruiting calendar where Mike Leach likes to have his quarterback on board. My guess is Parsons getting the full court press uh, this weekend. And then if, if, if that doesn't happen, if, it, if they, it's maybe not even so much as getting him to commit Robbie as getting him to decommit from Florida State to at least be an uncommitted prospect. If that doesn't happen, I don't know where State goes to option C, but it feels like that's going to be the main focus of this weekend is getting Chris Parsons to it at the very minimum back off his Florida State pledge. Yeah, I mean, right now you're looking at a situation where Florida State's continuing to offer other quarter quarterbacks, and it's obvious that they're looking for a two-quarterback class or they're not interested in Parson being their number one guy. And they even offered Brock Glenn, and that, I mean, State could essentially trade out quarterbacks here, which I don't think you could lose with either one. I think they're both good quarterbacks. I think – the intriguing thing about Parson is that he's such a dual guy. He can get out and and run. He can he can pick up the extra yards. The things that that you that fans have been kind of clamoring for from their quarterback to pick up that extra yardage. If you see open grass and things like that, I think he possesses. I think he could be a guy that could help change this this offense a little bit. And maybe this is Mike Leach looking for a different kind of style quarterback and is kind of adjusting a little bit, but. Uh, he's definitely a lot different than the guys that we've seen him recruit since he's been here so far, and I'm, I like it. I, li- I like what they're doing here. If this is your plan B, you've done a really good job. I agree with that 100%. I am interested because he does have 
that different skill set if he does play eventually at Mississippi State? What does it look like? Does Mississippi State take a step into what I would say is more of the Oklahoma style, or maybe not the Oklahoma style now that he's at USC, but the Lincoln-Riley style? Because Mayfield and certainly Kyler Murray were runners, just just as as much as they were passers, especially Murray. So, well, everybody has everybody, almost everybody. There's still you know triple option coaches and West Coast, but almost everybody's using Mike Leach's concepts. He has been kind of the uh, he's almost been a wizard mm-hmm. for offensive the the change in offense in American football. Um, and everybody's using a lot of his concepts, but everybody's changing those concepts too. They're they're altering it. Yeah. He's the only one that has really stuck with that old school air raid, the thing that he kind of helped create. Um, and so, if he ever adjusts that, if he if this offense ever turns into a offense that is going to be able to run, you know, some speed option or uh, read option or some dive plays and things like that, and your concepts switch a little bit, I think Mississippi State can be a really, really dynamic offense. I think that there's opportunities for this offense to expand, and maybe this is the start. I'm not saying it is, but this is certainly a different kind of quarterback than what we've seen Mike Leach recruit. It's it's funny to talk about this. The guy's not committed. Signing day is right. six months away, but we're changing up the offense. But we'll see how it goes. Obviously a big uh, guy on campus for Mississippi State. This is what we're supposed to do on this show, Brian. We we talk about things that are sometimes unfounded and oftentimes not realistic. And we like to speculate. We like to speculate. That's right. Uh, we also the, like uh, to wheel things into existence. I'm going to give you three guys that have, for the past few months, it felt like everything was leaning maroon, leaning maroon, could possibly end up at Mississippi State. You tell me if any of these guys, would you be surprised if – or? Let me put it this way. Would you expect one of them to maybe commit this weekend? Because it feels like if you come out of big, the top dog, obviously it used to be big dog, without any commitments, that feels like a like a bust to me. You, you want to get at least one. But Zay Alexander, the Tupelo offensive lineman, uh, Florence, Mississippi uh, athlete, Zachary Tillman, and Hattiesburg linebacker Tobias Hinton. All of those guys, have, it feels like Mississippi State is in the lead there. Could one of them be committed by weekends in? I think so. I, th- this is this always seems to be the time where Mississippi State builds momentum. Camp season. This is like when Mississippi State does its best work. I mean, wouldn't you agree with that? During the mm-hmm. summers, it's kind of when this the classes begin to really kind of build for Mississippi State, and the the in state guys are usually the ones that you start kind of get the ball rolling with. And I think you know. Uh, Isaiah Alexander, Zachary Tillman, those those two especially are guys that I would watch. And, um, uh, you know, I, it wouldn't shock me in the least if either one of those guys committed. Then you look at some of the other guys who were headed in that, you know, you feel good about, or maybe not feel good about, but you, you're, you're glad to get him on campus. LaFleur County safety, Dante Kelly. seems like he's – maybe you could put him in that group trending maroon. My man from the uh, from from my hometown, Vicksburg's defensive lineman Caleb Bryan, Moss Points, uh, Jamarius Brown. These are all guys that their their recruitment process seems a little bit more wide open. So this weekend for those guys is all about you know selling them on the vision. Caleb Bryant's the interesting one to me because I and you know it goes back to, to last year, obviously with Jaheim Otis, 
Alabama is Alabama, right? But Mississippi State should be able to sell itself to every defensive lineman in the country as a place to you can come here, and then in two or three years, you're going to be worth $50, $60, 70000000 dollars. So those those are another four big guys of that group. Who do you who do you like the best? Who do you who do you see being in Miss, at Mississippi State at some point? Uh, it's, you know, I, this weekend I'm going to learn a lot about this crew because I haven't seen any of these guys play. I don't know much about them. I'm going to help Paul this weekend, so I'm I'm going to have my eyes on all these guys, and I'm interested to see if there's some hidden gems coming out of this from the state of Mississippi. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of guys from the Delta that have really kind of been making a jump. Uh, and Mississippi State's been kind of making a move in the Delta a little bit. You know there's going to be some guys emerge. So I'm, I'm really interested in all that. I don't know if there's somebody that I've just got my eye on. But there, there's going to be some talent in town. And also don't forget about, you know, four-star offensive lineman Joe Crocker is also going to be here from Nashville. Oh, lift us up where we belong. Have a little help from my, my friend. friend. Oh, that's Joe Cocker. But still. But every time I see that name, that's the first thing. That's I go to thing. Woodstock, Woodstock 70, whatever the year was, the 69 or whatever it was. Nice. Yeah. Um, anyway, he's coming to town. I think, you know, State's going to have to contend with some really good teams for him. I think Wisconsin's a team that that is that's after him, and that's a team that's put out some really good offensive linemen. So Absolutely. that's a big – it's a big weekend for him. And, hey, Josh Hubbard – is is going to be in town for basketball, completely unrelated. But yeah. you know, he's taking his official visit this weekend, and I saw him last week. Uh, he played in front of Chris Jans. Chris Jans was sitting courtside watching him watch this whole game. Top player so, in the state uh, for high yeah, school basketball. Leading scorer all time in the in the MAIS, and he still has one more year left. He's at number one. Brian Scott Rippey at 4,602. Robbie Falk at 4,601. How many did you score? I don't know. I've sc- I scored more than Rippy. Yeah, Rippy scored three. You got to be ahead of him. Yeah. Whatever. Not... Whatever's you know. Whatever's like. He, he can't. I bet you he's not last. There's probably some people who only scored two. But Rippy, there's, there's tons of people that scored zero. So, but that means they're not on the all-time scores list. Yeah, that's true. So. Uh, last guy I want to talk about. Top player in the state, Sunterrain Perkins. From Raleigh, Mississippi, committed to Ole Miss. It seems that, and, and you know, Marquez Dorch got me to at least believe that it's possible for State to get in the game. And and, and I guess I should say Jacarius Clayton as well, but Clayton was originally committed to Mississippi State. But it, it used to be like, gosh, it's just once they're committed to Ole Miss, they might go somewhere else, but they're just not coming to State. I, that's how yeah. I've always felt. And then Dorch happens last year. Can State get into the game here and 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 make this a an actual battle to signing day? Maybe I just I've never even thought that they were in the game with this kid. I I personally think that he's he's going to go to greener pastures. I think he's going to go to Bama or someplace like that. I yeah. I just I don't I don't see I don't, I don't see any avenue of him making it starable. That's just me. I mean, maybe I, I didn't think that about. Uh, Dorch either last year because of NJ Daniels and all that stuff. But, you know, you, you never say never in recruiting because anything can happen. You know, they, they might decide they want to move him to to a position he doesn't want to play. I don't know. But the fact that he's visiting is good. So, 
Yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. Agree. So Robbie will be uh, at Top Dog Camp along with Paul this weekend. Obviously, you're going to want to follow those guys on Twitter and make sure if you're not subscribed to 24-7, by the way. I mean, I don't know what, what you're are you doing. doing? You what are you want doing? the information, right? You're a Mississippi State fan. You're a diehard. If you're listening to this podcast, you, you quantify as a diehard bulldog. Get the information. Get the best place to get it is at 24-7. They do it better than anybody else. So check them out. Uh, I'll give them a free plug here. It's not really free. I mean, you work here with me, but you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Top dog, top dog weekend, though. This is, this is, should, should, we should be playing the Cruton song on Monday. We'll see what happens uh, for Mississippi State. Let's move on into the second half of the show. That's brought to you by our good friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council. Who want to remind? I, ooh, would the Mississippi Beef Council be? Don't they do a big steak night one of these nights? Uh, I think that's. Something? I think that's closer to the uh, season. Okay. I think they always do something for the recruits as well. So we'll see if that's the case. Maybe, maybe we'll know. be invited this time. Maybe so. Maybe so. Well, whoever you're inviting over, make sure that you've got beef on the grill waiting for them. Nothing beats the sizzle of beef on the grill burgers and steaks fantastic tri-tip and picanha even better big brisket now we're talking so head to the grocery store head to the butcher shop butcher shop pick up some beef to cook out this weekend beef it's what's for dinner thanks to our friends at the mississippi beef council two brothers smoked meats in the heart of the cotton district i was asked today on 24 7 by one of my end zone 11 brethren if the pork rind nachos at Two Brothers is the, the city's best appetizer. I, I will not argue against it. I'll say that. I love the pork rind nachos. It's got a fight. It has it has a fighting Legitimate chance. Legitimate contender. No question. I had to steal that. I had to steal some from my friend Justin the other night when we were eating That's right. two brothers together. That was I excellent. I, I don't like to put the wings on the appetizer list because I'll eat those as my main a lot of times. Right. So the pork rind nachos, they're so good. If you haven't had them, well, you need to get over to Two Brothers. Next time you're in Starkville, head over to the Cotton District. Head to Two Brothers. Get the pork rind nachos. Find out what you're, for yourself what we're talking about right here. Two Brothers smoked meats in the heart of the Cotton District. It's a really simple process over at Advantage Business Systems. It's great products and great service, and they deliver it. And you know that they do. They've got the receipts. They've got 47 years in business. Nobody is sticking around that long when they aren't doing right by their customers. When you have business and technology needs, you call Advantage Business Systems to get the products in. And then if something goes wrong with the product, you call Advantage Business Systems to get them fixed. And we're talking about headache-free service. No waiting around, no being on hold, none of that. Just people you know, people you can trust, and people who are in Mississippi just like you. The number is 601-362-9192, or you can visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. Robbie, yesterday on Sports Talk Mississippi, we're doing the 100 teams in 100 days, and uh, we got to Arizona. Second lowest Power 5 team on the list thus far. Only Kansas behind them. Um, And I made this comment. I know we're not to Arizona as far as opponent preview or anything like that, but I I wanted to talk about this and get your thoughts. I said, if you break down state schedule, all right, the other three non-conference games, Two group of fives and, and an FCS. And I know they lost to Memphis last year. I know that. But I'm going to give State the benefit of the doubt that says they don't do it again. The rest of the conference games, there's no Vanderbilt this year, right? So not everything at worst, or at best, I guess, is a toss-up, right? 
So if we want to play the game of Mike Leach always loses a game he shouldn't lose, this is really the only contender, a, a game against a Power 5 team on the road, on the West Coast, late night, a lot, of, you know, a lot going on with this game. I, I guess what I'm going to ask is, do you feel that my, my, my hypothesis is correct, that Mississippi State, this is the game that you need to be worried about, even though Arizona has been putrid the past two seasons? Yeah, most definitely. Whenever you look at the rest of the non-conference schedule, I mean, this is the most daunting, I guess. I, I really have faith that Mississippi State is going to take care of Memphis. When you consider what happened last year, this team's going to be pissed. It's going to be a home game. Should be a really good atmosphere because it's going to be 630 or whatever that first uh, weekend. So I, th- I have no doubt that they should take care of business in that. And then the other two games, Bowling Green and Eastern Tennessee, you mean, those are what they are. So this is definitely the toughest, and you're going on the road. You're, you're going to be playing at 10 p.m. Central. It's kind of a weird um, weather climate there. So, you know, you, you never know. And um, I, I think, you know, Mike Leach is going to be right right at home there, but the rest of this team is not. I mean, they're not used to this. So you never know. That that, that could be a tough one. That could be a tough ball game for State. But I, I still think that they're going to win that game. But – it's definitely the one that worries you the most. It feels like a game similar to last year's Memphis game for me in that it's not that Memphis can win, it's that Mississippi State can lose. That if State goes out there, if they turn the ball over, if they make mistakes, then Arizona can win that game. But if State goes out there and plays its best game, then State's going to walk out and probably a pretty easy winner, to be totally honest with you. But this is a game, to me, that it will be so – we talked about this a lot last year. State was not a good first-quarter team. You know, they, 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 they were notoriously behind 10-0, 7-0 in the first quarter all of the time. This is a game where you've got to get out to an early start. you got to think that, you know, Arizona fans are going to look at this game and say, okay, here comes an SEC team. we got a primetime kickoff. I, I feel like that will be a good crowd, and that will be a game where – they will sell that game as look. This is the we need you here to beat this SEC team. I feel like you know you can you can sort of the marketing sort of sells itself, right? And if you let Arizona get out to an early lead, and that's what State did with Memphis last year, they fumbled the football in the first possession. Memphis takes it back for a touchdown, and that allowed that crowd to to really start getting into it. Whereas if State had just taken care of its business on the first drive and gone up seven nothing, that crowd probably is never as hyped as it should as it was the rest of the day. So a fast start will be obviously huge for Mississippi State. You know, Will Rogers, I'm I'm trying to think how he's played on the road. You know, he played okay at Memphis, played good at Arkansas last year, um, played well at Texas A&M, played well at Auburn, obviously. Will Rogers is a quarterback who he doesn't seem to get rattled on the road very easily. No, and I mean, here's the thing that I think that we should – take into account here this is going to be a much older mississippi state group they've been through the the ringer a little bit and they you know they know what to expect i think some of those games that they lost last year they should be able to win if they're in similar situations and here's what you got to have with mike leach you can't have i've said this over and over i think the first time we talked about this was last year we were closing out the season 
this year you can't have those games where you know Mike Leach is going to lose a ball game he's not supposed to. You need to win those games. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the difference in, you know, eight or nine wins in the regular season somehow and seven, six or seven. I mean, he's got to win these games he's supposed to win, and then you got to win these toss-up games too. And I think if he wins the games he's supposed to, which I've predicted he's going to, they're going to win eight games in the regular season. And that is a tremendous year at Mississippi State. You win but, all the games you're supposed to and win one of the toss-ups. We're talking about a nine-win season. Nine-win nine win season. But last year, could have easily won nine or ten games. They won Didn't seven. Win the you're supposed to. Exactly. They, they won seven games because they screwed up against teams like Memphis. And that, that can absolutely happen in this game as well. They have to make sure it doesn't. I think if you look back, Robbie, I would classify Memphis and LSU as games you should have won. Yes. That, but, that, that, well, that, that's what I'm saying. Like that, that, those are the games that they mm-hmm. should have won that they didn't, mm-hmm. and that kept them from winning nine games. Right. Like with Arkansas – I mean, Arkansas is a good football team. They won nine games last year. You lost to them. I mean, you had chances to win, no question. But losing to a close game to them on the road isn't isn't bad. Memphis is a game. I mean, you should never lose to them. And then LSU, that was a bad LSU team. You caught them at the right time. But mistakes that you made, they had two. State had two big turnovers in the first quarter. And then we've talked about it the other day. The Rodney Gross uh, penalty killed them. Just absolutely killed them in that game. So. You're right. that, that's the thing I was saying, uh, too, about LSU last year. I mean, they were teetering. Mm-hmm. Ed Orgeron was about to get fired. If he lost that game, there was a, there was a good chance he was going to lose his that was, job. That could have been his last game, yeah. And State let him off the hook. They didn't play well enough. And, that, and there was nothing about Max Johnson that blew you away. Right. There was, not, there was nothing about that team that was just – it was just the fact that they were LSU, and it seemed like Mississippi State was intimidated by that. Which is strange because last year, I mean, the year before, they went to Death Valley and, and took care of business. So uh, it was just that's that's water under the bridge now. But th- those kind of games can't happen this year. I agree. I agree. And like I said, and this to me is the main one. If State's two and zero heading down to Baton Rouge, even if you lose that game, you come back, you're going to play Bowling Green. You're three and one. You're still set to have a good season. But if you're one and one. Just, just go ahead. And, just go ahead and buckle up. We're gonna yeah. have a bumpy ride in twenty. Win those first two games, and then, I mean, you lose at LSU. That's not that bad of a loss. You no. lost on the road at LSU. That happens all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, they need to be five and one heading into that Texas A and M game. Is that Texas A and M? This no, it's uh, it's Arkansas. Arkansas. Yeah, they need to be. Fo- they need to be three and one heading into the Texas A and M game. Right. Is that right? That's correct. They play, they play uh, Bowling yeah. Green. Bowling Green, and then they play Texas A&M. Yeah. Okay. They need to be 3-1 and one heading into that, which is – this is kind of similar to last year. Remember what exactly. we were talking about? They need to be 3-1. Right. Exactly I same. mean, it's the same thing over and over until the end of time. Right. So we'll see what happens. Arizona, don't don't go thinking that's a gimme game just because they've been so bad the past two years. I think they're 1-15 over the last two seasons or something like that. Just don't 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 – don't give it gimme game status. State's going to have to play its best game to walk out of there with a win. All right, guys. Have a great weekend. Robbie and I will be back on Sunday night. We'll update what happened at Top Dog Camp uh, and plus any other recruiting news that happens to pop up uh, next week on the pod. we got the SEC preview for Auburn, I think you said, is who we're going with. And yep. then we, we will skip opponent preview next week because we would be at East Tennessee State, and I'm just not – I can't be bothered 
to do an FCS opponent preview. I'm just, I'm just not gonna. So we'll figure something else out there uh, as well. All right, guys, have a great weekend. Back with you soon. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi Media Production.